the free for all roundtable round two on round two let's say good morning to news talk 1010's jason agnew who knows a thing or two about trivia he hosts the trivia show on sunday mornings rob davis former toronto city councillor founder of rob davis associates and former liberal mp and mayoral candidate mitzi hunter is here uh let's start with doug ford reversing course and uh mitzi hunter i'll start with you you served time at queen's park i i am challenged to think of a bigger reversal in politics in a very long time. I know. And, um, you know, you heard it, heard it from his mouth yesterday. And I, I, I just didn't see any way out for, for Premier Ford on this. Um, and, and, you know, he, he kept saying like it was about the bad process, but it was more than the bad process. When you have two cabinet ministers that, you know, had clear dereliction of duties and, you know, one of them may have lied um, to the integrity commissioner, two senior staff uh, who came directly from the premier's office, having to resign under this cloud, RCMP still deciding. I mean, and, and Ontarians... You know, regardless of uh, of where, like you know, they could be living in um, in and around the GTA, or you know, in far farther regions. Um, when when he and his cabinet were out in London, south in the southwest uh, region of of Ontario, people were were mobilizing against him uh, for this decision, and 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 he just he had to back down and um, you know ask ask for forgiveness. Uh, so we'll see if uh, if he gets that forgiveness uh, two two years and a bit from now, um, but a complete reversal, which he probably should have done in August when the Auditor General uh, gave him the 15 recommendations, and uh, it, it wouldn't have been as bad as it got, I think. Okay, well, let's listen to the audio of the Premier yesterday, and the whole Cabinet had to come out and stand behind him, and I guess that was show, you know, unity, and we support him, but it was a pretty difficult afternoon. I want the people of Ontario to know I'm listening. I made a promise to you that I wouldn't touch the green belt. I broke that promise. And for that, I'm very, very sorry. I pride myself on keeping our promises. Okay, Jason Agnew, the Premier's political opponents are making hay out of this. Um, I tend to try to keep my fingers out of the actual political aspects of something. I just think it was the right decision. It's the right policy. So I'm very happy that he reversed himself. We have Jason? No? All right, we've, we've lost Jason. All right, is he down Uh-oh. the hill? There you go. Are you there? No. Okay, let me go to Rob Davis. Well, for me, uh, for me, John, and uh, good morning to you. Uh, th- this is this is uh, this debacle represents two Italian westerns, uh, spaghetti westerns, to me. Uh, at first, it was uh, developers perhaps thinking the, the film title was going to be a fistful of dollars, and uh, this past week has turned out to be the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, good that good good that the premier uh, uh, decided uh, to reverse course. Um, the bad is uh, the process, and the ugly are the details that are are being revealed about uh, trips to uh, Las Vegas and 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 what have you. So I, I think I think it's it's good that the premier did what he did, and it's rare. I, there are very few 
stock footages of politicians at his level ever saying, I was wrong. Those are words that are rarely spoken by anybody in leadership in Canada. Um, they may apologize about past indiscretions of government, um, but it's very rare that they apologize for their personal indiscretions or their personal uh, foibles on the policy front. Uh, so that was certainly, uh, I think, going to be the redeeming qual- uh, element of this. Um, but it's also, you know, Ford himself was on a collision course with voters uh, prior to COVID, and COVID kind of changed and altered the trajectory of his premiership. I have a feeling that the green belt is going to have just as much of an impact on his premiership as uh, COVID did, that he's he actually is learning on the job, and he's realized that uh, notwithstanding the fact that uh, we have this sort of democratic dictatorship in Canada, uh, when you have a premier or a prime minister, um, they still have to make sure that they don't get too far ahead of the will of the people. And we have found Jason Agnew, and we did not have to dispatch the littlest hobo to do it. But uh, Jason, your thoughts on all this? This is very much a missed opportunity because the Liberals don't have their party in gear. They don't have a leader because if they had one, then they could take credit for this. Now, it does play well for the NDP and it does play well for the Green. Uh, progressing forward to when that election does come out, they can go back to this. But uh, I was very surprised when it eventually did happen. But to hear the words, you know, the I'm sorry come out of Premier Ford's mouth, surprising. Um, throw into the mix, and I don't want to dwell on this forever because, you know, we could become obsessed with this one file. But I think it uh, is an interesting development that Monty McNaughton is apparently stepping away from politics. He's going to resign. So uh, he'll be gone by the end of the day and there will be a new uh, cabinet. I don't know how radically it's going to be shuffled around. But Rob Davis... It just seems like this steals whatever momentum Doug Ford and this government might have trying to get away from the Greenbelt scandal. One of their heavy hitters is retiring. Yeah, Monty uh, was for sure seen as a potential heir apparent to Premier Ford in terms of the leadership of the party. Uh, so it is, uh, it's surprising to those of us who've been sort of following these things. But, you know, once in a while in politics, family comes first. And once in a while, uh, your spouse and your children um go to the top of the heap in terms of priorities and i i i'm going to guess that in monty's case opportunities uh, presented themselves he decided to spend more time with family uh doesn't perceive the opportunity maybe to become leader of the party coming anytime soon so this is a, a good decision for him uh it's a bad decision for the party because he is a solid performer he is widely uh perceived as being responsible for bringing uh labor uh, private sector labor on side in support of the PCs in the last election. Um, and he is a smooth operator. He's proficient, professional, um, and well-respected by by uh, by rank-and-file members. So uh, he will be sorely missed. Yeah, and Mitzi Hunter, even though you're not from the same party, I've been to Queen's Park. I see how much uh, the MPPs mix with each other, how much some of them like each other across party lines. So maybe you have some thoughts. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was just hanging out with Monty last week at a Girls in Technology Summit, uh, encouraging uh, girls and young women to take up careers in STEAM, so science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. And, um, you know, <laughs> this is a huge blow on top of what we were just talking about uh, with the Greenbelt, you know, 
scandal that is continuing to evolve. I don't think it's 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 um, finished even just because we had an apology from the premier, and to not have one of your top performers uh, to help, you know, going back on Monday to the fall session of the legislature uh, is a huge blow and having to shuffle your cabinet once again. Um, and so, you know, he may be uh, moving all along for, for personal and family reasons, but I also can't help but to to say, like, is the incompetence of this this premier and and his cabinet like is that, you know, really, you know, are people saying, like, is it worth it even just to be part of this and to have my name uh, associated? Yeah, well, what a great time to get out. <laughs> you just see the trickle happen here and all of a sudden, well, I'm going to take my leave at this point. Yeah, well, he wouldn't be the first person to leave a sitting government in order to come back later and not be scarred by whatever that government has or hasn't done. Uh, Mitzi Hunter, I understand you, uh, I don't know if you're going, but you seem to be invested in saying goodbye to the Scarborough SRT. <laughs> well, John, you know, I, 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 you know, if they were allowing us maybe to add our our, our signature on on those um, cars, because I grew up taking that to work to school, and you know, it was just so unreliable back then. All those decades ago, it's been the longest goodbye ever. <laughs> so you know, I think uh, I think giving the people of Scarborough the opportunity for closure um, is, uh, is is quite uh, quite hilarious. And I, I do think that a lot of people are going to probably show up just to um, to have something that they can post on their social media and just really talk about the war stories they have of trying to try to get anywhere on time uh, riding the SRT. Okay, Jason. Everybody wants to say everybody wants to say goodbye to an unreliable boyfriend. There <laughs> and Jason, I'm thinking Mitzi's mentioned uh, closure. I think healing might be more important. Well, I mean, I'm an Etobicoke boy, so I have only been on the Scarborough RT once, and it felt like a different world out that way on the Scarborough RT. But I think what would really be satisfying for the majority of people, like Mitzi, that have had to use this for the majority of their life, is for the city to just lay out a series of sledgehammers <laughs> at the doorstep <laughs> and let people in and take out the RTs and take out all their frustrations for the past, you know, 30, 40 years that they've had to ride them. Okay. Now like I, the would like I would show up for that. <laughs> like, like the Berlin Wall. There you yeah. go. Thank you all. Good to have you. Mitzi Hunter, Rob Davis, and Jason Agnew. Jason will be back Sunday morning with the Trivia Show. And I, I guess I should do a little bit of uh, investigating to find out what's going to happen to those wagons because um, they're made out of plastic, aren't they? Or fiberglass. So it would not be quite as efficient as I'm pretty sure that a lot of old streetcars and subway trains are dumped in the ocean as fake, or not fake, but to build reefs. But I don't know what's going to happen to the Scarborough RT. Catch the Roundtable, round one at 745, round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.